Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey friends, this is Rick Rogers, owner of the Frisco Enterprise and Star Local Media, and you're listening to the latest and greatest episode of Focus on Frisco, a podcast dedicated to everything Frisco, Texas. And today we have a special guest here in the Maker's Gym studios in beautiful downtown Frisco, and that's Swad Vadovich. Swad may be the best-dressed man in Frisco. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. I'll explain that statement. But the main reason why he's here is to talk about the Visual Arts Guild of Frisco. What is it? How can you can get involved? You know, how you can take in the beautiful work that's being done and being shared. And Swad, I want to first say welcome to Focus on Frisco. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Uh, my official tagline is the best dressed photographer in the world. In the world. I, I don't know if I'm the best dressed man. Uh, you know, that's kind of up for debate, but there's absolutely no doubt that I'm the best dressed photographer in the world. And we'll explain a little bit of why that is here a little bit later. Sure. But First off, let's talk about the Visual Arts Guild of Frisco. And I mm-hmm. guess the easy question right out of the gate is, what is it? Yeah, it is a, a small nonprofit here in Frisco locally. Uh, it's been uh, around for about 20 years. Uh, and it basically the mission is to promote uh, and uh, advocate for local visual artists. Uh, so primarily here in the Frisco area, we have a lot of members uh, from outside of Frisco as well. Uh, but we we provide educational content. We provide opportunities for the artists uh, to display and sell uh, their art uh, and just uh, be a, a connector for uh, for the artists. Uh, we, we have monthly meetings where uh, artists can gather and listen to a guest speaker and so on. We, we try to create as many activities uh, as possible. And, and then we also try to get involved in the community as well. We, we participate in some uh, community events just to kind of spread the words uh, about us and about some of our uh, major events. So what type of medium is involved in the visual arts Guild. Yeah, so that's a that's a very good question and, and one we get commonly. So visual arts, uh, kind of uh, uh, th- that's the umbrella term for uh, painting, drawing, photography, sculpture, mixed media, anything that you that you actually have to see with your eyes, right? Visual arts. Uh, so uh, there are plenty of other groups that uh, that take care of uh, theater performance or, or music performance or any any other. Uh, aspect of the arts, but we just focus on on the visual arts for now. So photography, mm-hmm. that is how you got involved in the organization. You must you have a passion for photography. Yes. How did that start? Um, well, I um, I was a I've been a hobby photographer for many many years. Uh, I I don't want to say how many because I'll sound old. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I I kind of uh, followed in the footsteps of, of great uh, landscape photographers. You know, Ansel Adams is a is a, a big influence on me and my work. And I was uh, I was lucky enough to go to some really scenic places in uh, uh, in the U.S. and and abroad, uh, Yosemite National Park uh, included, which uh, which is what uh, Ansel Adams kind of made uh, famous. 
Um, and so I kind of dabbled in that over the years, and and uh, I never really had a relationship uh, to my work as art, and I, I never really knew how good it was. I just knew I liked it. Um, and then in uh, 2018 or 19, I, I heard uh, about the Visual Arts Guild, and uh, I applied uh, to one of their shows, uh, and I won the photography category right off the bat on my on my first show and I'm like okay I guess I guess I'm I'm pretty good at this uh, and then uh, later this year uh, I was later that year sorry 2019 um, I was selected to be the featured artist uh, in the Visual Arts Guild of Frisco program uh, Art in the Mayor's Office which I will talk about in a, in a second um, where I got to display uh, a couple of my pieces uh, at the Mayor's Office here in City Hall in Frisco very cool yeah. Um, and then the next year, that was 2020, uh, we had our show in February, uh, which is important to point out because of what happened in March of 2020. Um, and I won the pho photography category again. Um, so now at this point, I'm getting cocky. I'm getting arrogant. I'm the greatest photographer <laughs> who ever lived. Best dress, too. Uh, right. Yeah, that, too. Uh, and I never won anything since, right? Uh, but uh, but that was in interesting enough and um, intriguing enough to, to kind of get me hooked to uh, get uh, involved a little bit more. Uh, I got on the board as a uh, communications director first, and then uh, our uh, then-president, uh, Lena Rakan, incredibly talented uh, artist from Colombia who lived here for many years. Uh, she had a fire in her home and because of some family situations had to move to Florida. And so because she was the president, uh, everybody kind of looked around the room and, you know, they were like, we need a new president. So I said, how about I do it? And so I, I was voted in and uh, my, my wife, Jennifer, was super supportive and she joined the board as a finance director because uh, she's been in, in the financial industry for uh, decades as well. Um, so we kind of picked it up and, and through uh, the pandemic and through the, the uh, restrictions uh, that, that uh, we had to deal with uh, with COVID, we kind of try to keep that ember uh, of the visual arts alive uh, all the way up to present day. So you talked a little bit about um, the, the photos in the mayor's office. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, where can people see the work that's being shared by the Visual Arts Guild? Yeah, so that's a, that's a good question. Uh, so uh, to talk about the Art in the Mayor's Office first, uh, it's a program that um, the previous leadership of, of Visual Arts Guild uh, created when uh, Mayor Jeff Cheney was, uh, was elected uh, because uh, the, the partnership was kind of, the, the, the intention of, of the partnership was to create a, an, another opportunity for artists uh, to be featured uh, and to kind of enrich some of the public spaces um, that uh, that exist uh, in in our um, municipal buildings, and so uh, each uh, quarter or so, um, three or four months, um, we select uh, one artist to display anywhere between let's say six and ten uh, pieces in the office that's on the fifth floor uh, of uh, of the city uh, hall building. It, it's technically not open to the public, but whenever um, Mayor has uh, his meetings there. Uh, people ask about the art, and so we always have a photo op uh, and a meeting with the mayor and the artists where the mayor always asks a lot of questions. How was this done? What was the inspiration for this? And then, you know, we hear later from the staff that he actually tells those stories to, uh, to his visitors. That's great. So it's, it's, a, really cool, uh, it's a really cool program, and I, I have to give a shout-out to Stephen Ross, 
uh, at the city because uh, he's a public art coordinator uh, and and he helps us um, install all the artwork and and with like some of the the behind the scenes uh, work that that goes into it. Uh, the current artist is uh, Madhupriya. Uh, Srinivasan, she's a, a fantastic uh, painter, watercolorist, uh, and she has about a half dozen pieces uh, in there uh, right now. And then uh, we, we, like I said, every three or four months, we kind of uh, put out a call for artists uh, to select a new artist um, for, uh, for the next period of time. Outside of that program, mm-hmm. anywhere else that uh, people can go? Yes, yes. So uh, we are uh, talking right now today in uh, the month of June, which is a big month for, for Visual Arts Guild of Frisco because we have one of our three main exhibits uh, at the Frisco Discovery Center. Um, a lot of people don't even know that the Frisco Discovery Center exists, even though they drive by it on a regular basis. But if you know where the building uh, is, where the um, National Video Game Museum is, that's where where that is. It's a city-owned building. Uh, a National Video Game Museum is there, uh, Museum of American Railroad, uh, Traintopia, SciTech Discovery Center. It's a hidden gem. It's amazing. It's it's fantastic. Like all the spaces that are there and the, a lot of stuff behind the scenes where like dance troops practice on a regular basis. It's, it's a really cool building. And actually the new uh, city library is exactly. being built uh, right next door. So you may see some uh, construction going on uh, right there. I think uh, the library is scheduled to be open uh, later this year. Um, so Frisco Discovery Center is kind enough to, to lend us three of their 12-month uh, s- slots for for art exhibits uh, in the spring. Usually in March, uh, we have our show called Fresh Start. You know, it's a fresh start to the year, so it's kind of our membership show. We, it's a membership uh, showcase, really. Um, then this show is outrageous. We want to kind of up the ante a little bit, uh, uh, show what our members are capable of. Uh, and that's the show in June. And then in October, we have a, a big show. We call it creme de la creme. It's kind of the the best of the best of our artists. We have a a big uh, cash prize pool. Uh, We have a prize pool for all of the uh, shows, but they kind of get progressively bigger uh, throughout the year. So this show is in June. It's going to be up there until uh, Saturday, which I think is June June 25th. June 25th. And our uh, celebration or an artist reception is going to be on June 12th. That's a Sunday night, uh, 6.30 to about 8.30 uh, we have uh, two jurors. Each of those Frisco Discovery Center shows uh, has uh, a couple of jurors. This time around, that's Abigail Rust, who is the uh, head curator for Hall Group. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, that's uh, we 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 kind of go big. Yes, you do. Uh, and and because of that, we wanted to pair it with a community figure here in in Frisco which is what we do for our uh, special award. We call it um, Art That Speaks to Me. It's a, it's a community um, uh, figure, like I said, somebody who is not directly involved in the world of art, but maybe not as an artist or an um, you know, art professional, but as an um, appreciator of arts or a lover of arts. And this year that's going to be Barbara Milo, who is the uh, Park Experience Director over at Hall Park. So it's a it's a whole group slash whole park uh, happening, uh, and uh, of course partnership with uh, Visual Arts Guild of Frisco. Well, definitely encourage anybody uh, who wants to look at what the, the look at the great work that the members are doing to get out there to the D Frisco Discovery Center. Again, that's running from now until June twenty fifth, and uh, not only can you take in the wonderful 
art pieces that are on display, but you know, you should check out what's there at the discovery center. Again, there's a lot of great things to do with your family and, um, the Frisco library is going to be right next door too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's going to be a great asset to the community. Uh, I also want to point out too, because you were asking like, what other places, uh, do we display art? Um, recently, uh, not even four months ago, uh, a new coffee shop opened, uh, on Preston road. It's called Sweetwater's coffee and tea. Uh, it's easy to confuse it with the one that's on Custer. That one is technically in McKinney. It's on the wrong side of the road. Uh, the one in Little Elm is on 423. That's on the wrong side of the road <laughs> the other way. Uh, this one is on Preston. It's in Frisco proper. Um, it, 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 technically, it's called Frisco uh, uh, Sweetwater's at Creekside. Is it's, it right across from UN, the new UNT? Yeah where, yeah, where the UNT is being built just north of El Dorado. Um, so when they opened, or, or even before they opened, they were asking around for uh, people who would be able to curate uh, the art on their like I think it's 80-foot-long wall that they have along the one side of the store. So uh, we got connected through the Frisco Chamber of Commerce, and um, I, I just love the owners, Deborah and Opie. They're, they're fantastic. They, they have a heart for community service, and they were all over it. We, we kind of laid out a plan uh, for them, and, and they loved it. And so Visual Arts Guild of Frisco is going to have a rotating exhibit uh, at that coffee shop um, every four to five weeks. Love that. Love that. Yeah. So, for example, uh, after our show Fresh Start uh, was done at the Frisco Discovery Center, we took about, I think it was 17 or 18 pieces uh, and put it uh, at the coffee shop. And then when that was done, right now, actually, we have the show uh, with a summer theme. You know, so it's a it's a summer show. So you'll see a lot of uh, beaches and a lot of bright colors and all of that. Um, and then uh, after our Art Rages is done at the Frisco Discovery Center, we'll put a selection of those works uh, up there as well. And then, you know, we'll co keep going like that throughout the year. So uh, if you want to uh, get some cool uh, coffee or, or tea beverage, uh, head out there and uh, and check out the art that, that's there. Um I will say that uh, a lot of that art that's on display, both at the Frisco Discovery Center and at the coffee shop, is for sale. Uh, so I'd, I'd love for the listeners of the podcast to support uh, their local artists because the uh, they are alive and the dead ones don't need the money as much. <laughs> you know, I love it when a local business uses local artists to, you know, provide obviously a feel for their for their business and obviously coffee shops are the perfect place to do that that's right and it's just it's it gives it a sense of community when mm -hmm. you look around and you see photographs that are taken by local people in the community that's right who may live you know just on the street and and i'll also uh, give a shout out to the uh, to the other two uh sweetwaters uh shops that i mentioned because they they both do their own uh, art programs. Uh, I know Ash over in McKinney has uh, worked with Frisco Arts Foundation with some youth art and, and so on. So they, they have somebody who helps them uh, curate their art program. So yeah, that, that is a great way to connect the Frisco community uh, with their artists and, and to remind them that they don't need to go to Dallas to buy really cool art. So let's say that I'm listening to this podcast and we're 15 minutes in and 
I loved photography. Mm-hmm. How do I get involved? How do I get involved with the guild? Yeah, so uh, it's it's pretty easy. Our uh, website is uh, vagf.org. So VAGF stands for Visual Arts Guild of Frisco. So uh, it's an acronym. However, we do spell it out on social media. So on Instagram and Facebook, we're Visual Arts Guild of Frisco, all spelled out, all one word. Uh, no dots or, or underlines or anything. Um, and uh, we usually put out those calls for artists, like I said, um, about a month or so before the, the show is going to be up, uh, sometimes more, sometimes less, depending on the size of the show. So that that's a that's a first way to uh, to get involved. If you love photography, I can I can break the news here for the listeners of your of your podcast that after the run of the mini art rages show at the at the coffee shop uh the next month is going to be vagf photography showcase um because as a photographer i want to feature more photographers uh in uh, in vagf and and otherwise so we're going to have some some photographs uh, up there Um, the other way to get involved is to volunteer uh, a lot of these events uh you know the receptions that we have and and monthly meetings and and other events uh, they, they, uh, you know, we need some helping hands from time to time. Uh, so um, we have a, a, a way to sign up for our newsletter. And once you get our newsletter, you'll you'll get links to different uh, volunteering op- opportunities as well. Uh, and then if you are a business uh, or if you are interested in uh, having some art displayed at your business or maybe if you're interested in sponsoring one of your of, of these events, um, you can contact us directly uh, either through the website or you can uh, find me somehow. And uh, I'm sure we can put uh, some of that information in the, in the show notes for the podcast. So what's the breakdown of the membership? How many are photographers? How mm-hmm. many are vis- other visual art mediums like painting, drawing, etc.? Yeah, that, that's a good question and, and one uh, that, that we kind of uh, look at closely because we do want to encourage everybody to kind of participate. Um, we, we have a, a, a big majority of, of painters. Uh, both acrylic and oil painting okay. is kind of like 60 to 70% of the show. Um, and I just did the numbers for, for this show, for this June show, so I know a little bit about it. Um, we have about 54 or 55 pieces, uh, but we do have about, I think it, it's uh, 15 or 16 photographs, which is a little bit more than we usually get. Um, usually we have, a, let's say, about 10 or so. Um, enough to have its own category for prizes and awards. Uh, but, you know, obviously I'd love to see more just kind of selfishly as a photographer. Uh, we do have several very talented sculptors that, uh, that show up in our shows. Um, we, we even have uh, sculptors that, that bring in their work all the way from Rockwall um, wow. to, uh, to Frisco. Uh, obviously because of, of just logistics involved in, in sculptures, we don't have as many. Uh, but I do invite uh, the listeners to to stop by uh, Art Rages during the month of June because we we only have a few sculptors uh, in the show, but uh, their pieces are, are amazing. I uh, there, uh, Keith Kriegel uh, is an artist who carves uh, comic books and and books of different types, and and you kind of get this like a three D effect of what's behind the page in each book. It, it's a very, very unique style he has. So he has uh, two of uh, his uh, 3D uh, pieces. And then Roger Belville uh, has a a big six-foot-tall uh, sculpture of a phone filled with etch-a-sketches. 
uh, that are actually interactive. Like, don't break it off, but you can actually turn the wheels really? and they, they work. It, it's fantastic. It's it's really something to see. It's kind of one of the centerpieces. Is the, that the at the Discovery Center it's, now? Yeah, it is. It is. I was just there yesterday to make sure everything is uh, where it needs to be. Yeah, and it, it looks fantastic. Um, so, again, mainly mainly painters, but, you know, some photographers and sculptors. We have some mixed media artists. Um Usually we, we get some uh, either pencil drawings or charcoal drawings or something like that, or maybe even watercolors, not enough to have their own category. So they kind of get bundled in with, with some of the others. We always kind of work with our jurors to, to see what, uh, what we can come up with to make sure that uh, different mediums get recognized. I don't know about you, but I always wished I could paint and I could draw. I mm-hmm. can't. Yeah, I me can't. neither. Me neither. Uh, I, I, can I love photography. A, yeah. Yeah, I can push a button on a camera, uh, but I cannot draw a stick figure. Like, I, <laughs> so useless. Uh, and so it, it is amazing to me to see uh, some of our artists and and with which with what kind of ease they they create their paintings. Obviously, in the world of social media, they do like the word called progress. They do like these little videos, and I'm like, how did you even think of doing that? That's amazing. So, yeah, we do have some really, really talented artists. So, again, you can check out some of that amazing work at the Frisco Discovery Center right now through June June 25th. Mm -hmm. June 25th, they're at the Frisco Discovery Center. So, Swad, tell me a little bit about your story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how did you come to Frisco? Uh, how did you fall in love with photography? And uh, just you know, let's kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I uh, grew up in uh, in a small European country of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Um, and uh, I got my first camera when I was 11 years old. My dad was kind of a, an amateur photographer and he took all the pictures for the family. And uh, back in those days, uh, you know, photography was magic. I like to love to call it the intersection of science and art, um, you know, because it's very mechanical, very, very, you know, there's a lot of chemistry involved, you know, back in the days of film. And, yeah, and for so, anybody under, you know, 25. Yeah, they, they have no idea what yeah, we're talking yeah. about. We were shooting film back then. And <laughs> yes. You actually had to go into a dark room and develop it. You didn't always take it to a local shop to get it developed. Yeah, exactly. It's it's always interesting to me how somebody is, is taking a video with their phone and saying, I'm filming this. I'm like, filming? Really? Have you ever <laughs> thought about where that word comes from? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I was always interested in, in photography. Uh, I... Uh, got to USA in 1997 uh, as a refugee from from the war in Bosnia uh, and spent some time in uh, in corporate America and then uh, started my own photography business uh, in 2014 and that's significant because that's that's where I met uh, my wife Jennifer who actually talked me into it because uh, she saw um, my photographs and she was like nope this is what you need to do uh, and we'll figure out how uh, so she made me kind of uh, uh, jump and uh, uh, take that leap of faith, and it's been going really, really well. Uh, I, when I'm not doing fine art photography, I, I specialize in in headshots and events. I also do family portraits, senior portraits, you know, anything that you need a, a photo taken of. Uh, I'm I'm going to take uh, some photos of pizzas next week. So really? you know, I'll, yeah, hey, why not? Why not? So where can they see this work? Uh, so I have two of my pieces at. Um, at the uh, Art Rages show at Frisco Discovery Center from my most recent trip to uh, Big Bend National Park. 
Uh, some of my other work uh, has been in, in different shows. Uh, I've had some shows at, uh, at some McKinney venues. Uh, right now, there is one of my pieces in the Art in the Atrium. That's a program that's run by the city of Frisco and uh, their art department or, or um, public art uh, department. Um, and it is a, a program that invites uh, artists, visual artists, uh, from all around the area uh, to display their artwork in the atrium of the City Hall building. Uh, and I think uh, we had uh, 76 or so artists uh, displayed. Uh, so uh, one of them is me, uh, and uh, one of my one of my pieces is, is still hanging there through sometime in September, October. I'm not sure uh, exactly off the top of my head when that uh, run ends. But uh, a lot of people think that the Visual Arts Guild of Frisco does that program. We do not. The city okay, does. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of our artists that, that also have pieces there, which is kind of cool because, again, it's kind of bringing art to public spaces in, in Frisco. Okay, a couple uh, photo geek questions mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you. Uh, first one, up. easy, easy. Uh, yeah. Canon or Nikon? Canon. Come on, man. It's the, it's the only way. It's the only way. So I started out Nikon years oh. ago. Oh. Years, I know, I know, Killing. I know. But once you get invested, it's like it's like a phone. Once mm-hmm. you go Apple or Android, you're just kind of locked in. That's so right. trust me, I I would probably make the change today, but all my lenses are Nikon, and so yes, I'm a Nikon guy. Yeah, no, I I joke about that, but uh, the the modern digital cameras are excellent. Uh, they're far uh, beyond uh, what we grew up on. Um, and so much so that I occasionally teach classes over at Collin College in their continuing education uh, about b- the basics of, of photography. And I focus on teaching people what all the buttons do. <laughs> yeah. Because if you look at a modern digital camera, I mean, there's so many things that going on that you, you don't know what half of them are. It and can be daunting, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, even uh, myself as a professional photographer, I don't use all of those buttons and knobs all the time. Uh, so it can be a little bit overwhelming. And I, I sometimes use some of my old film cameras kind of to, to compare. Like you, you have your focusing ring is on your lens. You have your aperture ring and your shutter button. Let's go. You know, that's it. That That's all the control you have. So let's talk about, let's go old school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you think the fact that you had to shoot on film make makes you a better photographer today? Because... You know, now, and I'm guilty of this, and I'm sure you are too, you take a photo, you check it out right away to make sure, obviously, it, it looks like you want it to look. Mm-hmm. Back then, you took a photo, you went into the dark room, you said a little prayer that everything was in focus and everything yeah. was right, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you how many times the film comes back and, and it's ruined or the picture that I was hoping that would come out is not. And, and I had to wait like two weeks to, to find out, right? Or sometimes even longer. Um, so that that is a that is a hot debate question right now uh, because um, the the digital cameras are are catching up. Like I, I was one of those guys that I, I would say, you know, if if a client needs pictures tomorrow, then I'm going to shoot digital, right? That kind of makes sense. But if I'm if I'm doing something, uh, you know, to create a piece of art, then I'm going to be a little bit more deliberate about it. I'm going to think about what I'm doing a little bit more and that's more conducive to film and and some of my Do you still shoot film? I do. Do I you do. really? Yeah, yeah, I forgot to uh, to show you this book but that's uh, that's that's a book that I have of of my black and white film 
really? photographs. Yeah, um, I shoot color. I shoot uh, medium format even. So you know, I, I try to experiment with with a lot of mediums. Uh, obviously, with digital, memory is cheap. Uh, we call it spray and pray. You know, take 500 pictures and deliver 20. Um, that that works for a lot of things. For events, for example, sports. you know, it's, it's for sports exactly. Yeah. Like I would, I, I used to shoot FC Dallas. Uh, games and Texas Legends games, and I would get like maybe two good ones uh, from each game. Oh, yeah. Right, that's yeah. that's it, and I would shoot a thousand. Um, so uh, it, it is a little bit of a philosophical question that, but uh, there is there is some value to it, and obviously it kind of trains you to uh, to pay attention to what's in your viewfinder, to what's what's around it, where the light is coming from, what's the subject, how the composition works. So, you know, it teaches you to be a little bit more deliberate because honestly, um, when you, when you click a button on a film camera, you just spent about two, three dollars. I was going to say that's an investment of yeah money. Yeah. yeah not yeah, just time, right? It's, yes. it's not cheap. Let me tell you. Um, and you know, if, as an artist, you end up selling a piece of art uh, to a collector or somebody who uh, connects with your photo uh, on, a, on a, an emotional level. You know that that's great. It it makes it all worth it. Uh, but you know that that's not the reason you do it. You do it because you love doing it. And so I I, I shoot both. Um, you know, on that trip that I was uh, talking about to Big Bend, those two pieces that are at the um, Frisco Discovery Center, one is film and one is digital. Uh, and they're they're both black and white. One is black and white film, and the other one is digital that I converted to black and white. Sure, yeah. Uh, so you know, and they they are kind of displayed uh, pretty close to each other, so you can kind of compare and, and uh, now make, I have make, to go look. Yeah, make your own conclusion. There's a challenge. Now we have a game. So, that's, that's so right. get out there. Yeah, yeah. Post a selfie and tag Visual Arts Guild of Frisco. I love it. And then say this one. Guess which one's film and which one's digital. That's right. That's right. Okay, so. This is a de- this is a debate I have a lot with friends, uh, photographer friends specifically. Mm-hmm. Is how much has the phone camera changed in terms of every? No offense, anyone listening, but in many ways now everyone feels like they're a photographer. And hey, I will say this: there, you know, there are some amazing photos being taken with with iPhones and smartphones. And I think a lot of people do now have a appreciation for photography, mm-hmm. but. Um, I do think that there is something special about a trained photographer who's creating an image, not just someone taking a photo. And there is a difference, I think you would agree, between yes. creating an image, image and, a photo, and yeah. a photo, right? Yeah, Ansel Adams liked to say, uh, you don't take a photograph, you make it. Yes. All right? So, so it's it starts before you even pick up the camera. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's another one of those hot debates, like you, like you mentioned. And there is a place uh, in the world for, for cell phone photography. Um, I, I actually, I have a, a semi-famous uh, article uh, about 10 commandments of smartphone photography out there in the world that a lot of people have invited me to speak on. Uh, so I do a presentation of how to, how to do a, a better job of taking photos with your phone. Um, phones are uh, designed to do certain things well, or phone cameras. Mm-hmm. And they just cannot do some other things. So they cannot do a good job in the dark. They cannot do a good job uh, when your subject is moving fast. And for the name of everything that's holy, don't do the the pinching thing, you know, to try to zoom in because you are degrading the 
the quality of your image. Just take the picture and crop it. Crop later. with your feet, right? That's, walk that's walk right. closer. Get closer. That's, that's why if, I tell my. Uh, yes. That's why I tell our news team who are. Yeah, yeah. If your picture is not good enough, you're not close enough. Yes. That, that's the old newspaper uh, uh, adage. Uh, so yeah, there are still some things that, that you can do with a with a cell phone, and of course, uh, you know a. a a professional photographer will probably take a better photo with the uh, with a cell phone uh, than uh, somebody who knows nothing about cameras uh, would take with a with a five thousand dollar brand new camera, right? So you know, there's there's some skill involved. Uh, of course, you know when somebody sees uh, a, a good picture that you've taken, the number one question I get. And I'm sure that's the same with every photographer. Which camera did you use? Yep. And it's kind of like asking Picasso, you know, which paintbrush did you use, uh, you know, for Guernica or something like that. Um, you know, photography is is an art, but we use tools, and cameras are are those tools, and we can we can still make the best of whichever tool we use. Well, I tell you, I am um, super excited about what you all are doing. I, I think one of the great things about living and working in Frisco is, you know, how diverse our community is, all of the cultural aspects that are at our fingertips uh, to enjoy. And if you have not had a chance to take in some of the great work, uh, paintings, mixed media, photography, sculpture that is being um, made and shared by the Visual Arts Guild of Frisco, I highly, highly encourage you to do just that. And you have a great chance to do that in June. So the Art Rageous 2022 is currently taking place now through June 25th at the Frisco Discovery Center in downtown Frisco. Um, it is next to the new library that is being built. I encourage you to get out there, uh, take in all the beautiful work, share it on social media, spread the word about everything that the Visual Arts Guild of Frisco is doing. Just like Saad you did today. So thank you so much for joining us on Focus on Frisco. And we can't leave until we actually talk about what we, what I mentioned in the very beginning. So why are you the best dressed photographer in the world? (laughs) And Hey, I think, you know, you spent 30 minutes talking. Explain. Why are you? Uh, Well, actually out of the coming out of the corporate America, uh, my first uh, small business, my, my, that I started was with my, uh, with my Jay Hilburn business, it's a, it's a company here in, based in Dallas uh, that uh, makes custom clothing for men. Uh, so just about everything I wear, uh, except tumbleweed textiles t-shirts, uh, <laughs> is is custom made for me. And you know, I wear a lot of suits. I love dressing up. I have two tuxedos. Uh, so if you see me around town, I'll, I'll usually have a, a jacket, sometimes a tie, not always today. I do have a tie. Yeah. Uh, so, tie. so to connect those two businesses together, uh, you know, again, uh, with, with the great influence from my wife, uh, Jennifer came up with the slogan, uh, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the riff on the most interesting man in the world. I'm the best dressed photographer in the world. And I usually add, I don't always shoot people, but when I do, I shoot them with my cannon. <laughs> so I do, I know this is a podcast, so you can't see him, but the dude looks sharp. I got to tell you. <laughs> and Nick, you know, I'm going to put a, a photo on our social media at Star Local Media and Frisco Enterprise. So you can see just how good he looks and honestly, just kind of how much of a slob I look. So uh, I need your help, obviously, but hey, that's okay. Listen, thank you so much for the time. 
Thanks for what you do. And uh, this has been really enjoyable. Thank you so much for having me, Rick. Uh, I love being on your podcast. All right. Awesome. Hey, thank you for listening. Again, this is Focus on Frisco, brought to you by the Frisco Enterprise and Star Local Media. And I'm your host, Rick Rogers. See you next time. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.